Hello, listener. You are now listening to Meet the Miners, a production run only by students with your host, Nathan Stainer. Today on the podcast, we interviewed Eliza Smith, and we will see a day in the life of a soccer athlete here at Bingham High School. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Meet the Minor podcast. Here we talk about everything and all things sports and what it is like to be an athlete at the greatest school on earth, also known as Bingham High School. I'm your host, Nathan Stanner. Recently, I got the opportunity to talk to Eliza Smith, who plays soccer for Bingham. Eliza is a senior this year and plays varsity soccer. She's also known as a cyborg because of the brace she wears during soccer games. The soccer team has had a great season so far, with a record of nine and four. Here's Eliza. Why don't we get started today by having you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I like to play soccer and I like to run track. I, that takes up a big chunk of my time. Um, but when I'm not doing that, I like to hang out with my friends. Um, I like to read and um, I play the piano. So just, yeah. that. <laughs> Well, the whole reason we have you on the show today is because you play soccer for Bingham and not everyone really knows how soccer is and what it's like to play soccer. So can you just tell us a little bit about what soccer is as a sport? So um, I so there's two teams, there's two goals on either end of the field. Your goal is to put the ball in the other team's net, in, in, in the other team's goal. That's pretty much the simplest um definition of it so what is your position on the team really so like how do you fit in with this objective so i play defense um i try to keep the other team from scoring so i play outside back so we usually we have usually four defenders in the back and two in the center and then two on the outside so i play one of the outside positions and um, I, you know, as our defensive line, we try to prevent the other team from scoring. And then um, we move the ball up through, you know, through the midfield into the forwards and just get the ball started from the back. So as a defender, do you get any shots at the goals or do you like get to play offense? So with our formation, our outside backs get involved in the attack because there's space on the outside of the field and so in my position I'm able to make runs that can give more options to our team and so I can get more involved in the attack and you know sending crosses whatever and so I actually get involved in the offense a lot and whenever our team has corner kicks um, I usually go in the box to try and get ahead on it or something try and score so we support our offense and you know we work as a unit to try and prevent the other team from scoring and shut it down and then we just try and connect with other people on our team find our feet and we you know move the ball up like pass the ball up the field and back and kind of restart and get it you know like restart our attack from the back and move it up again um and you know if we lose it then it's our job to win it back
So what has been your like your worst loss this season so far? So I think my least favorite game has been Pleasant Grove. Um, we played them in preseason and it was a really rough game because um, we just had a lot of breakdowns with um, the ref. I mean, I don't, I don't like to blame games on the ref or the weather or whatever, but I think this is one of the worst um, worst luck we've had with refs. Um, one of our players got a red card towards the beginning of the game. And when someone on your team gets a red card, they have to leave the field and you can't sell them back on. So we played the man down for almost three fourths of the game. And so that was really hard, but I mean, we, we scored when we were a man down, we did score, but um, they just had everything going for them with ref and um, like up a player, kind of more of like momentum or whatever. So I think it was rough because we knew that we could win that game and we had a shot and we like, if things had been a little bit more in our favor, I guess, or I don't know. I think it, that was one, that was one of the harder ones because we, we could have won, you know, but it just didn't really work out. Um, another kind of rough loss was when we played Mountain Ridge, just kind of same, like same situation where we had the um, potential, you know, to win, but we just didn't play our very best. And so it just didn't work out in our favor. And those were the worst ones because, you know, like you have a chance, you just couldn't put it together. It's not as bad, you know, when you lose, because you just get, like the other team's just better than you. But when you have, like when you're better than the other team and you lose, those are the worst ones. You guys recently played Riverton and you ended up losing 0-0 because it ended in PKs. Mm-hmm. How was that like for you as a player? Was that kind of discouraging? Um, Yeah, because, well, Riverton is one of our more rival teams and we... um. We are we always psych ourselves up a lot to play against them, and we we've played them for the past couple of years, and you know they've beaten us when we've beaten them, and so we came we came to this game like ready to go, and we were really hyped up, and I think it was one of the best games we played, which honestly it's why it's not as hard of a loss because we've worked really really hard during the game, and we played two two um, periods of overtime. Before we went into the PKs and you know we were working really hard and a lot of good things were happening um but we I mean, you know we fought hard as a team on the field um but we just ran out of luck in the PKs um so I think it was it was discouraging because we how close of close we were to winning but um it's not like we didn't show up and we didn't play our best we played really well and I think overall it was almost encouraging because it showed us that we have the capability to hang with these better teams because Riverton's ranked really high in the state right now and I think it it was discouraging you know because like we were close but also it was encouraging because we we were close you know and I think it was good to play because we played together as a team and you know it showed us that we can play really well when we work together. You guys have only really lost four games and that's pretty good because your season is eight and four. What has been your favorite game so far this season? Um, one of my favorite games was when we played Corner Canyon in preseason. They beat us both times. One of them was in overtime and they won by Golden Gold. And the other time was in the state tournament. 
and they knocked us out of the state tournament. So that was a hard loss then. But then coming in this year with, um, you know, a newer team and it was one of our earlier games and coming in and playing them and beating them on their field. And I think that was one of our better games too. Just it felt really good, you know, to kind of get revenge and to, you know, especially because it's corner because, because, you know, corner, you know, (laughs) but um, I think that was really good because it was a really good game for us and it just felt good to like play, play well together as a team and to get the win because of it. So you use the term golden goal. Um, I don't know exactly what that is. Could you just like explain that a little bit? So when you play a soccer game, you have two 40 minute halves and that's regular time. And then, so you have to have a winner because it affects like the RPI and your ranking, whatever. So if it's tied at the end of the, the 80 minutes, then you go into two 10 minute overtime but it's golden goals. So whoever scores first automatically wins. The other team doesn't have a chance to score. So you just play. Yeah, it's like over, it's overtime and you play for 10 minutes. And if no one scores, you, you do another 10 minutes. And if no one scores, you do PKs. So pretty much golden goals, whoever scores first in those two 10 minute sessions of overtime just automatically wins. Who do you draw your inspiration from while you're playing in the season? Um, I draw inspiration from a lot of the younger girls on our team. Um, We have a really young varsity team. There's only a couple seniors who play um, on varsity. And so we're surrounded by a lot of these younger girls who are stepping up and playing against really good girls, you know, who are older than them. But... I just remember how I was when I was a little freshman, sophomore, and even last year, like I struggled a lot with my confidence and like wanting to like call for the ball on the field and just like being confident in my ability to play the ball. And I, I see all these like freshmen and sophomores who come in and they like they're starting varsity, you know, because they just have so much confidence and you know, they're so like great technically skill wise. But I just really admire all of their confidence that they can be so like calm and cool and collected on the field and with in high stress situations and just to really step it up in those um, intense situations. So how have you become more confident learning from the girls on your team? I think um, when you know your team and when you become like comfortable with each other it's easier to be more confident and especially like as the season goes on it's easier to get into more of a rhythm um the high school season goes so fast you know you have tryouts and then a week later you have your first game and so sometimes it's tricky to kind of mesh as a team but once you mesh and kind of gel together it's it can really be an amazing experience to just like you know everyone has confidence in, in themselves and it just makes your whole team better so before we get back into the interview, I thought I might mention some of Bingham's wins so far. Um, they've won eight games, they've lost four games, and a few of them have been over our rivals like Corner Canyon, Bountiful, Springville, Wasatch, West Jordan, Harriman, and Copper Hills. Our best win so far has been against West Jordan with the final score of 8-0. to zero. And one more interesting fact is that most of Bingham's losses have been determined by one or fewer points. Here's Eliza. 
how is it like when your teammates turn on each other? Um, so negativity can really be one of the worst things for a team. And we've struggled with that in years past. But I think us captains and us as seniors, we're really trying to create a positive environment so that we don't need to be as negative. Um, one of the best ways to kind of influence like positivity on the field is to just spread positivity. So like I try to, and I know some other people like on the team, we really try to build everyone up and to make them feel, um, you know, positively and confident so that like, you know, if you lose the ball, it's not like you're beating yourself up, you know, cause everyone makes mistakes. And I think if we focus on the negative, then, you know, it's too late. Like we've already missed something that's happening now. If you, focus too much on a bad pass and the next time you get the ball that's all you're going to be thinking about you should like move on and keep on um keep on moving forward in the game I think we've also like been trying to do a lot of team bonding so that we can create um a better team environment and I think this year it's really been working we've had a lot of really fun times I think it's grown us or made us grow together as a team better so do you have like parties with your team or do you just see your teammates on like practices and games or are those the only time you see your teammates each week? No, we do. We do a lot. We practice Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we have games Tuesday, Thursday. So we're with each other almost every day. And we've had, we've tried to do like, we've done a team sleepover. We do like, you know, freshman initiation things. And we do a lot of, we've done like hikes together and every Wednesday we do a dinner as a team. And I think all those things we really have been really helping us build better relationships with each other. I think it's really been showing up on the field. Um, that we've been coming closer together. And yeah, we've been trying to do a lot of things to help us grow together as a team. You also have been injured a few times. How have those injuries affected you as a soccer player? Yeah, so I have been injured. The most recent is my MCL. I heard it this summer and I have to wear this chunky knee brace, but um, it's, you know, it's healing and it's good. It's, it's healing fine. So that's fine. But um, I think I just try to bounce back as quick as possible because, you know, I love the sport. I love soccer and watching everyone play in the games and watching everyone practice and missing those games and practices is really, really hard. And I know I have some teammates who are injured right now and I've talked to them and it's it's hard to be on the sideline and watch everyone else play. And I think that's a really big motivator for me is to try and stay healthy so that I can always be, you know, on the field instead of on the bench injured. You're going to have to watch out for those um, uh, sprinkler holes at Sojo. <laughs> yeah, our field's pretty crappy. <laughs> so you do soccer in the fall but I believe you also do track in the spring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, track season is in the spring. So I do high school soccer in the fall. Then we do indoor soccer in the winter. Then club season starts in the spring. So in the spring, I do track and soccer. And then summer, we, you know, we have tournaments all summer for club. And then we also start training with the high school team, like conditioning and whatever. So it's pretty much an all year type deal. How have these games during the winter for soccer and then in the spring track, how has that helped you become a better, higher level playing athlete on the soccer field? 
I think track and soccer complement each other a lot. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of running, you know, <laughs> helps you stay in shape. And I think doing both of them is, has helped me excel in the other. Um, staying in shape in the off season for both sports has really been a benefit to me that I'm able to be, be in shape almost all year long for my sports. And I think it's really helped me just kind of keep that mindset all year long. So this is your last year playing high school soccer. What are your plans moving forward with soccer and just sports in general? Um, so I don't, I'm going to play, you know, finished out this year, high school, and then I'm going to do club in the spring and club in the summer. But um, I don't know that I'm going to play soccer in college. I, I know a lot of people have done it and it's really been a great experience for them, but it, um, I haven't really reached out to coaches enough to get on to a team that I would like to. I don't want to go to a really small school just for a soccer scholarship. I'd want to go to a bigger school. And the, the schools that I want to go to have really, really good teams that you have to be like consistently trying to get on for years and like reaching out to the coaches and stuff like that and going to camps. Um, and that hasn't really been a priority for me. Um, I think if I play sports in college, I'd probably run track and I'm, I'm planning on running track in college. So I think those are, that's kind of what I'm going to focus on in college. So you still have the rest of your season this season and you have the spring and winter, um, soccer, and then you also have track in the spring. What are your goals for the rest of the year? I think that I want to look back on my sports um, at Bingham and I just want to be able to have no regrets and to be proud of myself and you know look back and not wish that I had worked harder or that I had you know done more of this or played more like this or whatever I want to be able to look back and you know be proud of what I did and to have no regrets and I think that if I focus on that then I can really have a good season in both my sports, and I think that it'll stick with me for the rest of my life. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Meet the Miners. Thanks for our special guest, Eliza Smith, for being our first test subject of our first podcast episode. I am also wanting to get a few more of these episodes out, but we're running short on some athletes that are interested. So if you're an athlete and you're interested in this whole podcast thing and you might think you might enjoy this, please email me at bhsminerpodcast. That is b-h-s-m-i-n-e-r-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com. I just thought I might end this podcast with a little soccer joke. So why shouldn't you play soccer in the jungle? There are too many cheetahs. Have a great day. Remember to be part of the legacy.